Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I share my experiences, both my successes and my failures, and hope that you can learn something from them and make your life just a little bit better, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called What Others Think. Do you worry about what others think of you? Does it keep you from doing or saying things that you would like to do? Today, I want to talk about thinking errors and projection and how we can use stoic ideas to help clean up our thinking. There is only one way to happiness, and that is to cease worrying about things which are beyond the power of our will. Epictetus A lot of what we do in our lives is geared towards what we imagine others think about us. We act certain ways, we wear certain clothes— Or we buy certain things because we think we will somehow gain approval or fit in with some certain kind of group by doing so. But if we really think about it, we really don't know what others are actually thinking about us. We are really just making assumptions and guessing based on our life experience and our own thoughts about ourselves. About a year ago, I did an episode about self-acceptance, which I consider to be one of my best and most important episodes. If you want to go back and listen to it, it's episode 218, and it's all about self-acceptance. And the reason why it was such an important episode for me was that I had learned some hard lessons about how I was just not very accepting of myself. And because of this, I had very low self-esteem, and I felt like I was just not a good person. So, at that time, I decided to figure out what it was that was so awful about me. And I did an exercise where I made a list of everything that I didn't like about myself. Because I realized that if I was going to work on self-acceptance, I really needed to understand what I wasn't accepting about myself. Now, after I wrote down everything I didn't like about myself, I realized that about half the items on the list weren't things that I didn't like about myself, but were actually things that I thought others didn't like about me. Now, to be clear, these were not things that others had told me that they didn't like about me. These were the stories that my mind made up. Now, as part of that practice, I discarded those things because they didn't fit my criteria. But it was a powerful lesson on how our minds will make up stories to keep things consistent. Meaning, if you believe that you are an awful person, your mind will try to find proof to back it up. It will catalog everything you do that you feel reflects negatively on you as proof of your belief. Now, if it is unable to find things to back it up, it will begin to reinterpret things in such a way that it helps to prove you right. 
Because our minds seek to make sense of the world and create consistency that it needs, our thoughts about ourselves are incredibly important. In fact, how we think about ourselves is far more important than what anybody else thinks about us. Who we think we are guides our choices, which leads to the kind of life we have. We take actions because we think they are in line with who we are as a person. Our minds try to help us stay consistent with our identity. For example, when I was religious, I said and did things that, in hindsight, I really wasn't sure that I believed in, but I repeated them because it's what I was told was the truth about the world. Because I had a certain identity, I acted in accordance with that identity. And once I started questioning things, I chose my own belief system that I felt more aligned with being the kind of person I wanted to be. So why do we get caught up so much in what other people think of us? I think there's a number of reasons. The first one is that we are social creatures, and we thrive when we are part of a community. We are built to connect with other people, and other people are a mirror of ourselves. It is through other people that we get to know who we are. For example, how do we know if we are a kind person if we have no one else to be kind to? Because we want to fit in with our community, we are constantly trying to be aware of social cues and body language. But it's all a guess on our side. We may think that we know what a certain look or a sigh means, but we can easily misinterpret things. And since we really don't have a direct knowledge of what most people think of us, we make assumptions. We fill in the gaps because we don't know what someone else might think of us. The problem with filling in the gaps is that we tend to assume that others think like we do. So if we don't really like ourselves, then we assume that others won't like us either. We may even treat them poorly simply because we assume they dislike us based upon our own assumptions. They may have done nothing for us to be able to make a clear judgment about how they feel about us, so we are really just guessing. Whenever you are about to find fault with someone, ask yourself the following question. What fault of mine most nearly resembles the one I am about to criticize? Marcus Aurelius. In psychology, there is a term called projection. And the idea behind projection is that often people will accuse others of something that they are struggling with themselves. For example, if someone is cheating on a partner, they will often accuse the other person of cheating. If someone is insecure, they may project those insecurities on other people and accuse them of the very thing that they're afraid of. Often, we project onto others the things that we are most afraid to look at about ourselves. As one of my therapists would say, you spot it, you got it. And this is why people will often seem rather hypocritical when they point out the flaws of others, yet seem completely oblivious to their own similar behaviors. For example, someone who often dominates conversations may accuse others of doing the exact same thing without recognizing their own behavior. Now, it's not always going to be the case that noticing someone else's behavior means that you have the same flaw. But if there's something that someone else is doing that really frustrates you, Take a moment to see if you might be projecting some of your own thoughts, ideas, or fears onto this other person. When you wake up in the morning, tell yourself the people I deal with today will be meddling, ungrateful, arrogant, dishonest, jealous, and surly. They are like this because they can't tell good from evil. Marcus Aurelius The Stoics have long reminded us that what others think about us is not something that is under our control. We could be the kindest, most generous person in the world, and yet someone may form an opinion of us that is unflattering. Since we have no control over what they think of us, we need to get comfortable with others not liking us. They may even hate us, and there is little that we can do about it. 
it doesn't even matter why they dislike us. They could be misinformed. They may have reasons that really have nothing to do with us. Nonetheless, we need to recognize what is in our control and not let what others think of us change how we act. But if I'm being honest, it's hard to let go of what others think of us. Because we are social creatures, we get caught up in wanting to be liked, which is, again, something that is outside of our control. Anytime we do things to get others to like us, we are giving control of our happiness to someone else. So how can we get better about not worrying about what others think about us and also be aware of the assumptions and projections that we make about others? Accustom yourself to attend carefully to what is said by another, and as much as it is possible, try to inhabit the speaker's mind. Marcus Aurelius One thing we can do is to take time to be sure that we are basing our judgments of others off of the facts. If we aren't working off of what we actually know, there's a good chance that we are making unfair assumptions or projections. One way the projection showed up for me was with my former partner. When we would get into arguments, I would often accuse her of hating me or thinking all kinds of rotten things about me. Now, these were things that she had never even said, but were things that I thought about myself. And I would twist the things that she did say to make them sound as like she had said some mean or cruel things to me, all in an effort to somehow prove that I was as awful as she thought I was. Basically, I thought I was not a very good person, so I would unfairly project all of those thoughts onto her. Very little is needed to make a happy life. It is all within yourself, in your way of thinking. Marcus Aurelius an important step to make progress in this area is to get to really know yourself. By knowing what you think of yourself and the world, you'll be more likely to notice when you project your thoughts or ideas onto others. So I talk a lot about meditation and journaling on this podcast. And the main reason is they are some of the best tools that we have for really getting to know yourself. I know that many people talk about how hard meditation is, and they're not wrong. Our minds are constantly noticing the world around us, as well as constantly moving back and forth from the past and trying to predict the future. Meditation is one of the best ways to exert your will over your own mind. It is how you get started in knowing what you are thinking. Awareness is the first step in any sort of change. And meditation is how you become aware of your thinking. And the more awareness we have of our own minds, the better we are able to direct our thinking. Now, when it comes to journaling... For me, I think of this as my third mind. So we all have that part of our mind, which is the observer, as well as the active part of our mind, which is more of the doer. And when you put your thoughts down on a page, then those thoughts are much easier to work with because you are no longer trying to remember them. It also gives space for the observer and the doer parts of your mind to work together. So when you start journaling, you'll start to make connections that you never made before. You may even head on some deeper parts of yourself that may surprise you. When someone is properly grounded in life, they shouldn't have to look outside themselves for approval. Epictetus After you get to know yourself, get to like yourself. We all spend so much time worrying about if others like us. But focusing on getting to like yourself is much more productive. I know that I enjoy spending my time around those who are truly comfortable in their own skin. They're happy with who they are, and so anyone else's opinion of them doesn't change how they feel about themselves. They also don't feel the need to tear down anyone else to make themselves feel better. 
Getting to like yourself is also something that you have control over. You can decide to like yourself at any moment and immediately boost your mood. Now, I know this is not always an easy thing. And I know that I myself get caught up in some negative thought loops about how I'm not a very good person or that people shouldn't like me for all sorts of reasons. And usually it's because I have some expectations that I think I have to meet in order to be considered a good person. And I'm working on letting go of this way of thinking and just accepting myself for who I am. And if this is something that you struggle with, I highly recommend listening to episode 218, which I mentioned before. It's called Accept Yourself. And doing the exercise that I talked about was a real game changer for me. And I think it can be for you as well. The tranquility that comes when you stop caring what they say or think or do. Only what you do. Marcus Aurelius. The last and most important thing that you can do to not get bogged down by the opinion of others is to live your principles the best you can. How we live our lives is one of the only things that is truly under our control. If we live according to our principles, then what others think or say about us doesn't really matter. We uphold our principles regardless of the situation or what others think of us. As long as we hold to our core principles and act in a way that we consider honorable, then we should be confident with our choices and actions. We don't need to defend ourselves for doing what we think is right. Worrying about what others think of us is not always an easy thing to do. We are social creatures and having external validation feels good, but it is something that we don't have any control over. When we learn to focus on what we can control, namely our thinking and our choices, we become more resilient. When we improve our own opinion about ourselves and like ourselves, then what others think of us has far less of an impact on us. And, in my own experience, the happiest people I know are those who truly like and accept themselves just the way they are. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.